There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to monday.com. The Opinion Line on Cork's 96FM. A few years ago, I spoke to Graham McCormick and uh, we talked about what he'd been through and how he was on the wagon after getting to the very, very bottom. And we talked about where he'd found himself when he was at rock bottom. Six years on, Graham is an entirely different man. Uh, I spoke to you before about it, Graham. Um, you, how are you? How are you? I'm six years on, clean and sober. Congratulations, first of all. Good morning. Good morning, PJ. And thank you very much for that. Um, I suppose to start off, you know, by answering that question, how am I? I'm doing really well. Um, I think it's important just to, to let everyone know that just because someone's in recovery doesn't mean that life is all, you know, sunshine and rainbows. Life is still life. Yes. Um, but my ability to now respond to life as opposed to react to it um, is keeping me very well, you know. Yes, yes. You told me previously how, how bad it got. And on, uh, unless you choose to remind us again, I don't need you to do so. But talk to me about day one, day two, day three. Is it is it is it always one day at a time, Graham? Not always, no. And I think that you know when when I was actively using or even just coming to the point of my turnaround, um, I didn't even know the phrase a day at a time. You know, um, I was so far ahead in my own head. Uh, mentally, I was just like, I was just, you know, in the future, just thinking of like how things could be and, you know, where I wanted them to be. And then obviously, you know, I, I lacked kind of confidence and stuff in my own abilities to turn things around. So it wasn't always a great picture or image that was in my own mind, but I knew something had to be better than what I was experiencing right now, you know, and I brought myself back to that moment, to the present moment. And I had to remind myself that, it's fine going to the future in your own head, but any action worthwhile has to be taken right now in the present moment. So I, the best course of action was to take everything a day at a time. And, you know, I had to even break it down sometimes even to a smaller uh, way of thinking, you know, with, you know, if I was really emotionally dysregulated or whatever, I think day at a time has gone out the window at that point. It's now an hour at a time or take everything a moment at a time if I have to, you know. You're not the first person to say that to me. Um, I remember asking a man who hadn't had a drink, Graham, in, in many years, and this is a man who hadn't had a drink in over 25 years. I said to him, when did you last have your drink? Your la- a drink, and he was able to tell me, say, 25 years, three months. I said, when did you last want one? He said, yesterday. 
Yeah. Do, do you str- like? Do, do you still struggle, Graham, with the urges? Yes, I do. Um, yes and no. So, like, it, it, the urges do still come up. You know, um, anytime that I feel an urge coming up, I now have massive awareness, self awareness, that I'll stop for a minute and I'll go. I'll ask myself a question. I'll go, "What am I not accepting right now, or what am I trying to run away from?" Yeah, and that puts a pause in there. And all I need is just a little pause between the urge and making the choice or taking the action to, you know, to go drinking or, you know, only I'd say it was a couple of months, maybe during the summer there, kind of, I think it was earlier on the year, at least anyway. Um, I just, I got overwhelmed basically. And, you know, I wanted to just run away from it all and go up the country to rent a hotel for a couple of days and just by myself, you know, and just kind of destroy myself or whatever, like, but, you know, I, I didn't. Thankfully, I didn't. Well done. Uh, yeah, no, and, like, there is moments, you know, but I always try my absolute best to just pause for a minute, you know, because it's such an emotional pull and urge, um, and I just put a pause in there between, you know, the urge and actually taking the action on that, and I asked myself that question, you know, what am I not accepting right now? What am I trying to run away from? And another question that can come along at times as well is, in that situation, what's in my control, and how can I take action on that? Yeah, I remember when you talked about you know your your start on this journey to sobriety. You had a choice to make. You got the opportunity to make that choice, and I think you were very grateful for that opportunity. Yeah, there was there was multiple things that, that were that were going on. To be honest with you, like I always knew that, that there was something powerful inside me and I'm not you know this isn't my ego speaking and um, that I'm more powerful than, than anyone else it's just that I was slightly in touch in it with that aspect of myself when I when I was younger you know when I was going through things I always kind of was, was able to kind of dig deep and go all right look we can kind of move forward some bit anyway at least and you know when I was turning everything around I just got more in touch with that you know through meditation through mindfulness through you know, I suppose getting getting to the deeper aspect of myself as best I could, and there was plenty of opportunities that that came my way, and you know, and that's like such as you know, like working with a great psychiatrist, you know, uh, family and friends who had never given up on me were there. There was doors opening for me that were always closed in my face before, you know, and people were there and very supportive, and I, I, I'll always be very grateful for everyone who was, and you know, and I'm, very, I'm also very grateful for those who turned away from me. Um, just basically because they they show me that look, they show their true colours basically, and, I, and I'm okay into that. that a little bit. Someone turned away from you because of the way you were. That was their choice. You're grateful to them for that. Dig into that a little for me for a second. Yeah. So, like, I think not everyone who was there during your struggle deserves to be there during your success. And I think that not everyone who's there during a struggle is able to carry on all the way through to your to your success because at the end of the day, we're all on a journey. We're all on a journey home, as I like to call it, you know, yes. such is life. And not everyone is meant to be there from start to finish. And, you know, when people started to show their true colours and, and understandably had enough of my actions, behaviours and everything that I was, was doing, I was really upset by that i was like oh here's another person who's leaving me or here's another person who's letting me go and it used to really upset me and i just started to deal with it a lot better as i moved along and i used to just tell myself that look 
this person isn't meant to be, you know, in the next chapter of my life and that's okay. You know, and as I said, look, there's no, there's no hatred, there's no nothing like that. I just have accepted that not everyone is supposed to be there from start to finish and that's okay. it's, It's a very interesting line in the conversation because what I think you're saying, Graham, is that when you get to the great healthy position that you're in now, you realized along the way, and stop me if I'm putting words in your mouth, but you realized along the way that in order to get to where you are now, certain people had to be left behind. If they made their own choice, well and good. If not, you had to you had to make that choice. Am I right? Yeah, yeah, you would be right in saying that. And you know, there there, there is I, I know of at least two people I've heard of in the last kind of couple of years who are in active addiction right now and they are very judgmental of what I had been doing. They think I'm full of ego, they think I'm this, that and the other and, you know, and I don't hold ego anymore. I don't hold, you know, hatred in my heart or anything like that. I completely understand that that's where they're at on their journey because I was like them before, you know, and they're not part of my life and that's just the way it's meant to be at this moment and I honestly wish them the best and if they ever need a, a chat or a conversation or guidance or anything at all I would 100% be there for them That's fantastic. Now, you have a business and it is getting more successful by the day. Tell me more Yeah, um, so I obviously was a life coach and a public speaker I've left go of the coaching aspect. I still do talks here and there with regards addiction and mental health in schools and stuff like that but one one business actually really caught my eye, grabbed my interest uh, a couple of years back, and it was a digital marketing agency. So all along with my life coaching, I was doing, I was writing up posts and everything else, you know, about, about aspects of my life that I had overcome, and, and it was obviously, you know, getting bigger and bigger. And I realized that what I was actually doing was a thing called content marketing, and I didn't even know that was a thing while I was doing it. And I just started to under understand it a bit more i dove deeper um got done a course and i've started a business and within the space of the last two months i've now gotten to a point already where i'm, I'm looking to hire someone for a appointment setting and closing uh, as for a certain aspect of my business so that's it's, fantastic yeah, it's, um i'm delighted and honestly pj i think that you know being self-employed or, or having a vision and a goal for my business um, was huge for me in my recovery as well because it kept my mind so focused. I had such a vision that I wanted to work towards and I still do and I and I know deep down that I will get there someday. Um, but it was that vision was so enticing for me that it was a lot more enticing than, you know, going out on the weekend and, you know, drinking too much, uh, fighting, waking up covered in either my blood or, blood or someone else's blood. You know, and, and kind of that shame and guilt. Uh, oh, I've done it again. The vision I hold now is a lot more enticing than any of that, you know? I know. But, yeah. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. 
Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Graham, something that can happen to a person like yourself who has had... Uh, great success in in recovery and continues to have it slowly but surely and like you said sometimes it's a few hours at a time it can happen in life that someone will throw your past at you how do you respond if someone does that i would respond it has happened um kind of in indirect ways over the years you know and i have to talk to myself i have to check with myself before that person anyway at least you know what i mean I, i've heard a couple of things or whatever and i have to separate my myself i have to split myself into two and realize that there is a past graham and a present graham mm. and they are two completely different people and the past graham was coming from a place of of hurt uh, a place of not knowing what his place or what was going on in this world and um, he thought everyone was against him and he just had it out for himself and the world in general. That person was very, very hurt. Mm. And no matter who you are, as long as you're emotionally dysregulated, they always call it, as long as you're coming from a hot place, you're not thinking straight, if you're, even if you're thinking at all. You're coming from a place of full emotion. And that place is coming from hurt. So no one in their right mind is going to do anything out of the ordinary. It just does not make sense. Mm. You know, so I just have to split myself into two and realize that they're judging me on who I was, not who I am right now. And if they weren't coming from, you know, the perspective of judgment with blinkers on, oh, Graham, done X, Y, and Z. Yeah, I did do X, Y, and Z, but that was probably 10 years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, but if you look at me now and have a conversation with me now and, you know, you, you'd realize uh, and come to the conclusion that I'm absolutely not the same person mm-hmm. in any way, shape, or form. And I... You know, I, I'm not perfect, no one is, um, but the transformation that I've had is, is, is massive, you know, and I'm just, I'm solely speaking about myself here, you know, yeah. and everything that I've, that I've done. And only the other day I was, I did turn six years clean and sober, and well I, thanks to the Lynch, PJ, I, I always sit down, I try my best to have at least 10 or 15 minutes to myself. What I'll do is I'll sit down in a, a meditation position, um, and I'll just I'll just reflect uh, mentally. I'll go back to my past and I'll remember the pain, the hurt that I caused myself and others. Very gently, I wouldn't bring in any traumas or anything like that, but I'll remember the crazy times, I call them. Um, and I'll remember them and I'll just, you know, I'll, I'll reflect back to where I am right now. And it's just polar opposites. And I always express massive gratitude yeah. 
you know. I mean, let me just again poke that one a little bit more. So you, you your, your your meditation or your time to yourself every day. Can I ask why you feel it necessary to go back and remember, shall we say, the old Graham all the time? Why do you feel that is necessary? Or, uh, or, does, does, or does it just come up when you calm down or when you go alone, go to be alone? No, I, I understand that polarity breeds emotion and, and understanding. So what I mean by that is you can only ever enjoy peace once you've experienced chaos. I see. You know, and I, that's what I suppose expands and thrives that feeling of gratitude when I'm sit down in, sitting down in that meditation position and reflecting back. And, you know, I, I, I'm bringing up polar opposites in my mind, you know, where I was to where I am. And it always brings up a huge feeling of, of gratitude, yes. you know, that I've gotten past that chapter yes. of my life, you know. And, yeah, polarity always breeds emotion and understanding. Relationships, too. I remember talking to a fella a few years ago and he'd just come out of... Chakwira, that wonderful place up there in the Mardike. And he was saying to me the most precious thing was actually, yes, his sobriety, of course, that the most precious thing was slowly, slowly, slowly winning back the trust of those he loved. Has yeah. that happened for you? It has. It has to uh, a major extent, um, but not fully, though. I still have... Um, mm. Unfortunately, a couple of people around me who are six years down the line still have questions, you know, like, were, were you drinking last night? And, you know, like, there's still a lack of trust there. Yes. Uh, but I, you know, for, for, let's say, maybe two, three years into my recovery, it used to really frustrate me. I would be like, why are you still asking me on two, three years down the road? Like, will you just believe me and trust me? But I also had to start to understand that I caused traumas for the people that were around me and traumas don't go away in, in the space of 24 hours and I think that lack of trust will be there for the rest of that person's days or mine at least and I just have to be okay with that you know and it, it, it's I've done everything that I can on my end um, I've done not everything but I've done a lot um, to fix everything that was coming from me I can't fix someone else I can only show them that, you know, there was me in the past and here's me now. And what you choose to do from that is up to you. Mm. You give them the choice. Absolutely. I, I, as, as much as we might want to or, or think that we can, we can't change or fix anyone else. That's up, mm. that's up to themselves, you know. And I've ob- obviously, you know, I've, I've, I've apologized and, you know, I've, I've cleared my conscience. I, I, I've done everything I can to um, reassure that person and put them at ease. But unfortunately, it's... it's let, 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 me, let me personalize that a, a small little bit, Graham. I, I was approached about two, maybe two and a half years ago by, by somebody that I knew. We were never close, but we, we, we knew each other reasonably well who came out of rehab and wanted to meet me. And I said great to see you and all that and they began the conversation over a coffee by by apologizing and I said hold on stop a second but you never did me any wrong why are you apologizing it's part of the process was what I had to try to understand it it is it is part of the process I remember when I was in rehab at 16 
in Kilkenny and my family were brought up and you know we had to kind of go through a kind of a, a group family meeting and stuff and we all had to kind of we had the choice of course but we were encouraged to apologise to our families and for the pain and hurt that we had again understandably caused them which which was true but I was in denial at that point and I said no 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 I'm not no it's their fault they, they don't care about me my parents you know they don't love me they don't ex- fill in the blanks you know X, Y and Z it's only when I turned 28 when I actually uh, started my journey in recovery that I remembered when I was young and 16 and, and you know full of ego and uh, I'm the bio and you're the problem I'm that and I let down my guard and I just was open to, to actually doing that and I did I started to text uh, a number of people that I had either physically, mentally or emotionally hurt um, while I was in addiction. And the whole point of this, um, I suppose, from a recovery perspective is, you know, to kind of clear your conscience. A lot of addicts would be very hard on themselves. They would have you know, they would beat themselves up mentally enough with, with their actions and behaviours. Mm. And that's only an unconscious way to drive themselves into more addiction uh, by causing more pain and hurt for themselves. And here's another excuse to escape, you know. Um, and would have also a massive uh, bouts of low, low self-esteem or low confidence in themselves and their abilities in life. So as long as you can forgive yourself um, and follow through with acts of, of, of kindness and everything else, it changes your perspective of oneself. I'm not a scumbag anymore. That's what I used to call myself over and over. I don't I, think you ever were, Graham. Um, no. You were sick. Like, you had yeah, an illness. I, yeah, a scumbag is a very judgmental statement. I was, like, if you were to break it down and dissect it, I was just someone who was coming from a place of hurt and I didn't know any better at that point. I do now, but back then I did not. Well, I am so thrilled to be talking to you today and to find you in such a good place. Long may you stay in that place. Uh, you're a smashing fella. You really are a smashing fella. And and you, the gratitude in your voice for what you've for what you've managed to do. I think that's where we should leave it. You're in a great place. Thanks a million, PJ. I, I really appreciate it. And I really pr- appreciate the airtime as well. And for everyone at 96 FM, for constantly getting people on to chatter in, in the areas of mental health and addiction, you're doing a massive service as well to anyone who suffers. So I appreciate that too. Really appreciate it. And lastly, if I could, if, if there is anybody uh, desperately worried about a loved one or, and you know yourself, Graham, you've been that person waking up now, this morning, um knowing that last night is a bit of a blur and that there was trouble again and they don't want another night like last night but that bottle in the corner looks like a very good place to start today anything to say to that person right now if they're listening or if they hear this on podcast or repeat yeah Um, I suppose it kind of this goes for family members and someone who's in active addiction Um, I'll try and make it as brief as possible but I would always, always, always say, just pause. You don't have to do anything right now. You don't have to reach out for help. You don't have to reach for the bottle. Just pause and take everything a day at a time and make sure you check in with yourself and look after yourself. 
But what I mean by that is family members and people in addiction, they seem to forget the concept of self. You know, my family forgot themselves. They were always thinking about me. I forgot myself. I was always thinking about the pain I put my family through. Does that make sense? It does. It sure does. Pull your awareness back and check in with yourself and leave it there for a while because make it's what I'm really trying to say is make yourself a priority in that. Pause for a minute, make yourself a priority. Don't take any action and take everything a day at a time. Mm. Do you know what I think you should do, mate? I'm going to put a thought in your head to finish today. You should write a book. Uh, about a quarter of the way through. Ah, why did I know that? <laughs> yeah, and I'm not going to lie to you, that's probably for the last two years. And and I'm not going to rush it, and I'm not going to do anything, because I know life always has a very special timing for everything, so when it's meant to come out, it's meant to come out. So. All right. Listen, fantastic to talk to you. Continued success. Thanks, VJ. Take You're care. Okay. Bye-bye. Yeah. What a bloke. What a guy. Graham McCormick. Quartz 96 FM. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.